Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, the UK courts are currently grappling with a heart-rending case. Last April, a 12-year-old boy named Archie Battersby was found with a ligature around his head. He's been in hospital ever since, with doctors saying he is brain-dead. The legal dispute is over whether or not his life support should be switched off. Journalist Enda Brady is on the line to give us some of that background. Afternoon, Enda. Hey, good to speak to you again, Sean. Uh, this has been, now, he was found in uh, in April, and uh, how long the legal battle over this has been going on for quite some time? Yeah, pretty much since then. So April the 7th was the day of the incident, accident. Little Archie, he's 12. He's from a town called Southend-on-Sea in Essex, just east of London. His mother found him with some sort of a ligature over his head. Uh, she believes he was taking part in uh, a viral online challenge. He was unconscious. He has not regained consciousness. He was taken to hospital. Paramedics were involved. And then he was transferred to the Royal London Hospital, which is in Whitechapel in the east end of London. He's been there ever since. And the legal battle has been going on ever since. And at the, the root of this case, basically, doctors believe Archie is brainstem dead. They believe the right thing to do for Archie is to turn off the life support machine and his parents, Holly uh, and Jamie, they are adamant that they want their son to stand a chance to, to keep fighting for his life and to have treatment and they believe perhaps get better. Um, but the medical profession are completely of the opinion that the boy is brain dead and that the machines should be turned off. It is a heart-wrenching case. It really, really is. Yeah, and, now, and I think only today there was a decision about right to appeal. So what's happened is they initially went to the High Court and they lost. Then they went to the Court of Appeal uh, and that came back against them yesterday. So the whole way through, the medical profession here has been backed up by the law. And today, the the machine was meant to have been turned off by 2 p.m. yesterday. Then they said they would start withdrawing treatment by midday today. So what's that, two hours and five minutes ago? Um, now the parents have gone to the Supreme Court. So they're working their way up with an appeal to the Supreme Court. They're working their way up the the layers of the law. The problem we have here in the United Kingdom is that any case involving a child like this, the the law feels that what's best for the child should be front and centre of every single ruling. And the judges quite obviously agree with the doctors so far. Um, But his parents are adamant once he keeps with his heart still beating they will keep fighting for their son and uh, thanks a million uh, for that we're also joined on the line by QC and legal commentator Joshua Rosenberg good afternoon Joshua hello Sean good afternoon in in a case like this Joshua how does the court determine what's in the best interest of a child they look at the evidence and the evidence as Ender was telling you from the doctors is that uh, uh, he, he really has no life left Uh, Mr. Justice Hayden, a High Court judge, said just over two weeks ago that uh, treatment is futile and unlawful. It serves only to protract his death whilst being unable to prolong his life. Uh, And although the courts have accepted that there needs to be uh, some time for the legal processes to be gone through, uh, they're not prepared to uh, uh, leave him in this position indefinitely and they have accepted that it is not in his best interest uh, for the life-supporting treatment to remain.
Uh, and do the parents have any any legal say in this? They can certainly challenge the approach of the doctors, and indeed they have, and they've been represented in court, and there's also a lawyer there representing the interests of Archie. But if you mean, do the parents decide what mm. should happen to their child? No, they don't. Parents uh, in uh, England and Wales, the rest of the United Kingdom, I should think in the Republic as well, don't have a veto on what should happen to uh, another person just because that person is their child, even if that person is under the age of 18 or, or whatever age it might be. Uh, um, individuals are, have autonomy and uh, they have rights and they have duties and parents can't do anything they like with their children, even if it means keeping them alive. Now, the, a part of that, I suppose, was a legal strategy. They, they went through the United Nations what, uh, in, in terms of rights of the disabled. What, what were they trying to establish there? As Ender was telling you, last week the Court of Appeal uh, dismissed their appeal. It gave them a couple of days to take their case to the European Court of Human Rights. Now, it seems they didn't do that. They went instead to a completely different human rights body, which is called the Committee on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities. And that uh, body monitors the impl implementation of an international agreement called the UN Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities. Uh, and uh, the committee responsible for that convention wrote to the UK government over the weekend and asked the UK government not to allow uh, withdrawal of life support to keep things as they were while this committee looked at the situation. Uh, and uh, the parents went to the Court of Appeal yesterday and said that this uh, request by this international body, this UN body, was binding on the UK government. And the court said yesterday, no, it is not binding on the UK government. Uh, it's what's called an unincorporated agreement. It's not part of the laws of the United Kingdom. It's not part of the law in England and Wales. And although there should be respect for their request, it didn't uh, prevent the courts from saying that it was in the best interest to turn off Archie's life support systems pretty soon. Mm. Yeah, it, it, it was. Perhaps, was it perhaps an odd strategy to uh, route to take rather than uh, just going to Europe about this? It has not been done before. Um, the fact is that the European Court of Human Rights would have reached a decision quite quickly, within a day or two, and that was understood by the courts in London. Um, this process doesn't involve a court, it involves a committee, and as the judges observed yesterday, they'd done a bit of research on the website for this uh, UN body, uh, this UN body actually meets twice a year, once every six months. It had given the UK government two months to respond to its request. In other words, the timescale was completely different. And what these parents are doing is is just playing for time. They are fighting for time. They believe the longer the situation goes on, the more chance their son has to recover. That, of course, is uh, something the doctors say will never happen. Mm. Uh, the doctors say it's simply a question of whether he dies naturally because of organ failure, which would happen in the next few weeks, or whether he dies when his life support system is turned off. But yes, it was an unusual move, but uh, certainly it didn't work in terms of the uh, courts in the UK not being prepared to do anything about this request from the UN committee. Yeah, the doctors also wanted to do uh, um, a brainstem death test on Archie, but in that instance, the parents did have the right to refuse that. What actually happened was that by the time um, the uh, courts agreed that there could be a brainstem 
death, Archie's situation had deteriorated and the doctors thought that this brain stem test simply wouldn't work. It was eventually tried, uh, but it wasn't effective. Um, a brain stem death, I don't understand the technicalities, but mm. depends on a certain level of reaction in the body. And Archie's situation had deteriorated by that stage so that a brain stem test wasn't possible. Now, that is the accepted test for whether somebody's life can be continued on life support. Uh, the doctors had to find other ways of assessing Archer's condition, an MRI scan. But if you look at the medical evidence, it's all published in the judgments of the courts, um, Archie is in a very, very bad way indeed. As one of the judges said uh, last week, he looks nothing like the photograph, for example, uh, that uh, appears in many of the newspapers and websites. He's really very, very ill uh, and as far as the doctor's concerned, he's simply not going to recover. Yeah, and the Archie's legal representative, uh, representative, what are they arguing? They agree with the hospital. Um, there is a, a person known as a guardian who represents the interests of a person under a disability, like a child, like a patient. Uh, and the guardian uh, speaks through lawyers. And the guardian, in this case, uh, said yesterday to the Court of Appeal uh, that uh, they accepted the views of the hospital trust, uh, which was that uh, the law did not allow this UN body to intervene and that it was appropriate uh, for uh, the doctors to turn off Archie's life support. Indeed, that was in his best interests. Is there much precedent for this kind of thing in the UK? There are cases like this. There was a, a case five years ago of a little boy called Charlie Gard, who was born with um, a, a, a terrible illness, which meant that his brain uh, simply shriveled away. Uh, there have been other cases. There was a boy called Archie Evans a, a few years ago. There was um, a, a football fan called Tony Bland, but he was in a very different medical situation. But, of course, these are the cases that come to court. Mm. And there are many other cases that we can assume that we never hear about because the parents, however dreadful this must be for them, accept the reality and accept the advice of the doctors and accept that the doctors are trying to do their best for their patients and accept that if there's nothing that can be done, uh, there's no point in, in prolonging death if you can't preserve life. Yeah. Now, so the, the, what's the likely timescale now on, on the latest appeal? Well, as Ender told you, we heard from the UK Supreme Court uh, nearly two hours ago that Archie's uh, family had lodged an application for permission to appeal, presumably just before that deadline of 12 noon. The judges said they are aware of the urgency of the situation. They wouldn't be holding an oral hearing, but three justices of the UK Supreme Court would be uh, looking at the written submissions made by Archie's parents' lawyers, uh, and they would be considering their decision, uh, and they would announce it. Uh, we don't know when, but I would have expected it to be later today. Right. And, and for, in that instance, does something new have to be presented to the court? Yes. You have to show the UK Supreme Court that this is a, an issue of wide general interest. Uh, they don't just take on any case because, after all, this case was decided by the High Court and then the family had an appeal. So you don't get a third appeal unless it's going to be an issue that's of, of general importance to other cases in the future. Um, and uh, we also know that the parents uh, made an application to the Supreme Court at the end of last week 
Uh, and that was turned down. Again, they wanted more time. They wanted the, um, uh, the, 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 the withdrawal of life support to be uh, suspended uh, while they made their challenge to this UN body. So I don't think their chances are very good, but it's fair to say that the hospital has made it clear it won't do anything until it hears back from the Supreme Court. Joshua, thank you very much for speaking with us today. That was uh, QC and legal commentator uh, Joshua Rosenberg there, and we were talking to Enda Brady uh, just before that. A couple of comments on that. As one person says, every parent's worst nightmare goes without saying, really. Uh, another texter says, he's 12. I would have thought that Archie's situation would automatically give his legal guardians the responsibility and the right to make decision, decisions on his behalf. Hard to see why the law or medical professionals should be making this decision uh, and not his loved ones. Uh, but that seems to be the, the legal situation. And we will actually check out whether that is the legal situation in Ireland uh, as well in that kind of horrible, horrible instance. Now, obviously the doctors are saying that there is no hope for him uh, and uh, and perhaps it's a, a matter for the parents to accept us. Certainly at the moment, uh, they're not accepting it. Uh, anyway, we'll take a break. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. Uh, after that, news from around the world. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 pm on News Talk.